Praise the Lord. I'm glad that you come to my study today. And we're going to talk today about a topic that not often mentioned by the believers, by the churches, by the preachers. And the Lord has laid it upon my heart to, to point it out because we got to have the faith for this same time to be able to go in the rapture. It is that Christ has already abolished death. I'm going to go through this. It's going to be a series. Christ has already abolished death. And we start from the book of Genesis and go step by step and see how the Lord has set this one up for, for mankind that he came at the end. He came in the middle at 4,000 years to abolish death and to bring us back to God. And we see point point to it from the scriptures. Let's start from Genesis chapter three and see how death was started in the first place. Genesis chapter three from verse seventeen. Let's see what happened in the Garden of Eden. And from there we will see that it was not the plan of God that woman means you will die in the first place. Also, here is Genesis chapter three. Genesis chapter three. Beginning from, you know, all many of us in the whole world know if you have read the Bible and you believe it, the, we know what happened in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve were given the garden, and the devil came in form of a serpent, I mean, described as a serpent, to beguile Eve. And then they did the, the forbidden thing, they took of the forbidden fruit, and now they went and hide. And from verse 17, when God showed up, and started asking, where are you? That was actually from, from verse 9. But when it got to verse 17, it was where God was pronouncing the, the judgment upon Adam. That's where we're going to read. The judgment was upon Adam. But when you look at this story, you will see that Adam tried to blame that the woman that you gave to me made me do it. And the woman said it was the serpent that made me do it, or that beguiled me. In the end, God was small. You see, people say, is God actually the one punishing mankind? No. When God gave us a law, it is for our own good. He's telling us, this is what is set up. This is what has been ordained. If you disobey and you do this thing, this will be the repercussion. Really, that's really what God is telling us. And many times, the enemy comes. Enemy is the enemy of mankind that is really doing the evil to us and try to make us do what God said we shouldn't do and try to paint it so beautifully like alcohol, like adultery, like fornication and make human beings lost for those things that 
God says, if you do this thing, this is the repercussion. If you go into promiscuity, what will be your repercussion? You will say, at best, you get a unwanted pregnancy, or you be the father of a, you become a father without a way out of wedlock. You say, well, what's that? What's that? But that is not that bad. Yeah, you may think it's not that bad, but it's brought for something that is not the plan, the way God ordained it to be. Because now it will be a wed or a, 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 a vagabond, or what they call it, a bastard child is born. That his father and the mother were not really mad, that's called a bastard. No, sir. Now, not only that, you may even get yourself into more of a venereal diseases that can kill, that can be much more trouble to you that is doing promiscuity. So when God is giving the warning that don't do this, this is for our own good. So when God gave Adam and Eve the one that there is a tree here that you should not partake of. And the devil came and tried to say, well, God was trying to make you not to get the wisdom, not to get to be like God. No, that was a deception. That was how he came to deceive Eve. And when the devil comes to twist the word of God like that, we especially still twisting the word of God in the Bible. You that know the truth, you have to resist him and say, no, I'm going to stay with the word of God. Take, for example, the story of uh, how the world was created. And the believer will say, we believe the Bible, because the Bible said God created the world in six days. Well, science has tried to give up some scientific, uh, what called false, false science. Somebody came up and with, a, with a theory that the devil put into his head and said he has found out that human beings came from evolution. The first seed became and among something and then came monkeys and then monkeys became human beings. That was that was like a like a funny thing. And multitudes of the world were believing it, claiming that science. That's why Apostle Paul called it falsely, false science. And the man put it in the test tube and tested it and found out how that little cell became the next two cells and became monkey. No, it's just theory. <laughs> And the devil put ideas into people's minds to figure some things out and they theorize it just to disprove the truth. The truth is what the Bible tells us. Tells us. God puts us here. Okay. So basically, when the devil comes, he starts to twist the word of God and those who believe him will fall into those cracks. Of, and then they will run into the, 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 the repercussion of disobedience. There's supposed to be repercussion, that's what I'm trying to point out in this story. So when we get to Genesis chapter 3, the Lord came just to pronounce the repercussion. This is what's going to happen to you. And they only knew that something's already happened to them once they ate that forbidden fruit. They said they were naked. That's already started. Not that uh, God makes them naked because of that. They were naked because something left. Something left them. That was said that they were not ashamed before, but when something left, now they were ashamed, which means they now recognize themselves and so they are naked. In, in short, something was covering them. The glory of God was given to them to cover them, like a light. Look at this electric bulb. If you look at the electric bulb, it looks like it's covered by a light. Also, you can't even see the element that's inside this. You can't see it. But when you turn that light off, you can see the element. But that's the thing that's glowing. Now, that was how God created human beings. We were to glow. We were actually glowing. The light is covering them, covering Adam and Eve. And then when they seen the light, it was a living thing. 
and that is really what happened to them and from that day forward once the light is quenched like that electric bulb once you take the light off they are no more hot not so you can touch the electric bulb it won't burn you and insects can attach themselves to the bulb and it won't drive the insects away because the heat and the light is gone from the from the bulb that is what happened to Adam. Now they were naked. They can feel the elements of the hair all around them, and they can feel the elements of insects about them. And that's why they said they were naked to try to cover themselves with some fig leaves. And God has already warned them: if you do that, is death. As far as God, because once you kill that light, it begins to flare because the rest of the progression follows. The progression of sicknesses follows. The progression of disease follows. What kills mankind? They call it viruses. Bacteria. These are living things like insects, visible and invisible. Mosquitoes biting you. Those are insects. And what is mosquito passing to your blood? Toxins. Those are also some tiny insects you cannot see. Those are the things that kill mankind. Not so. But that is what the light covering will have protected human beings against. That they can't come near because the light covering is it has a different frequency that can burn them up. Even right now we know that even those viruses, if you have what they call uh some lights some light bulbs we call it um, ultraviolet light ultraviolet light and they are sending those bulbs so bulbs that you can turn that ultraviolet light in your room and all of those viruses and uh, things can be keyed by the ultraviolet light and they just disintegrate you see that is just an ultraviolet light and our body is expected to produce different type of frequencies. So if any insect is trying to come to the body of Adam, that ultraviolet will have generated from, from his spirit that will drive those uh, things away. But once that thing is quenched, the light is quenched, it's naked. Every type of thing that passes by, visible and invisible, can touch his skin and make him feel the torment, the pain, the uh, sicknesses and diseases begin to come upon him. That was what God warned Adam about. The day you eat these things, you will surely die. And you say, well, not the physical one, 24 hour day, it's 1,000 years is in the mind of God's one day, as far as God is concerned. The Bible says, 1,000 years in thy sight is as one day when it is past. So when God said the day, that was why Adam, look at his life story about Adam, he didn't live up to 1,000 years. He lived for about 900 and or something and he died you see that was what God was telling me if we take almost now that year before all this will take effect upon his body and he told him and then this will be that was what happened God came only to this to announce to them this is what I told this is what is going to happen to you and verse 17 Genesis chapter 3 verse 17 says, and unto Adam he said because thou hast akined unto the voice of thy wife and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded the saying, Thou shalt not eat of it, cause is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns and also, also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground, for out of it was thou taken. For dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. Now that was the summary of the punishment that was put upon Adam of our human race, and Adam passed it down to human race. When the disobedient came in, that was how he became naked, and the elements can begin to affect his body. So that was the beginning of death. 
and that is what I was just trying to point out that God didn't intend death for mankind from the beginning when he created man upon his earth and then we can see in chapter 3 of of this Genesis verse 15, God began to actually plan to pro the promise of the Messiah. Let's look at verse 15. This is the Messiah that God was promising when he was talking to the woman in verse 15 and to the serpent. God was promising the Messiah right there that God is going to redeem mankind. And look at it. From verse 14 of Genesis chapter 3, verse 14, God said unto the serpent. That serpent is actually not just an animal. It's Satan that is Call that enter an animal called serpent to deceive. So God was judging not just the physical animal, he was judging Satan that was inside that animal. And you can see in the end in the book of Revelation, the book of Revelation chapter 12, the Bible called that old serpent, he called him Satan, the devil. So it's not just an animal snake that was became like a reptile that was couldn't crawl anymore to walk on his belly but God was referring to the spirit that was inside the animal along with the animal because the soul that sinner shall die if the spirit is the one that is involved Satan will be cast into the lake of fire in the end but anyone that listens to Satan also will get punishment that's why Eve also got punishment even though she listened to to Satan, she said it was the serpent that beguiled me. Well, she also got punished. So that is really what we are pointing out. But we have to guard ourselves not to listen to any wiles of the devil. That's our challenge. Guard yourself because the devil does not come with horns trying to kill only. He comes to the suffering to deceive through trick to make you think what you are doing is not the right way. You come his own way. To make you think what God tells you to do is, is not the right thing for you to come and do it the way he wants, or the way the devil wants. That is all the tricks the devil play upon mankind and make the society to look like where you are you are on your own if you don't follow the crowd. You see? All of those are the tricks the devil uses, but we that know the truth, we are to stand our guard and guard yourself faithfully. Here he said, Verse 15, I will put as to the serpent, God was talking to the serpent, I will put enmity between the between the serpent and the woman, and between thy seed, that the seed of the serpent, and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. That was where God promised the Messiah. The seed of the woman will come to bruise the head of the serpent. Now, what serpent? Is he talking of a snake? No, he's talking of Satan. Satan infiltrated the seed of mankind, the race of mankind, and produces some seed through the what happened in Galilee. And that seed of the of the serpent are actually human beings that refuse that you never obey God because the Bible said the devil is the one that planted them here. Jesus Christ was giving a parable in the book of uh, Matthew when he was talking about the parable of the of the tears in the field. He said the good seed was planted by the Son of Man, Christ Himself, planted the good seed on this place. The field, this, this world is the field, this world. He planted the good seed, but the devil, the enemy, planted tears. How did he plant the tears? And these tears, he said, the tears are the children of the wicked one. What? Children of the wicked one. That means they are not the children of God. They were seed that Satan introduced into the world through Eve. That was why Cain was born. 
But that is the part of the topic. Someone say, where the king got his wife? All those stories that people are questioning. You see, did something has happened that is just beyond what was summarized for us here in the book of Genesis, where he said, oh, the devil, the, uh, he, the serpent beguiled me and I ate. Something happened in the spirit world. That seed was planted into the seed of it. Remember in Genesis chapter 1. I may be going deeper to pass your understanding right now, but when you look at Genesis chapter 1, when God was talking, He said, God made man in His image. Listen to it. That was in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. God, so God created man in His own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. So what do you think that is talking about? God is talking to us that he has already created seeds of mankind, male and female. So you can think of it like here is a, a bag of spirits, human beings that God is going to send to the world. Like you want to plant a field, you have a, you have a field, they think of it in the human terms. You have a field, a plantation, you are preparing the field, you want to plant corn, okay? So you have a bag of corns, here is a bag full of corns, See, but they are just corn seeds also. They are not on the field yet. And your plan is to go to the field and begin to plant the corn into the field, also. Now, suppose your enemy came by in the night, and that's what Jesus Christ said in his parable, the enemy came by in the night. Suppose the enemy, your enemy came by in the night and brought something that looked like corn, but they are not really corn, but they are stairs. And mix it with your basket of, basket of corn seeds. Suppose the enemy did that. And then you planted, or the enemy finally just plant the first one that will produce more. Also. So now you planted the, the, first, the first bash, and here come some tears. You wonder, oh, these are not my conceits. Where did they come from? That was what the Lord Jesus gave in this parable. And that is what the devil, the Bible called these are the seed of the serpent. The tears. Jesus called them, Jesus Christ called them the seed of the serpent. Let's look at it in the parables because Jesus Christ came to tell us mysteries of the of kingdom of God when he was giving us these parables. Let's read this parable of the Lord Jesus Christ about these tears and see what he said was the meaning of the tears. Matthew chapter 13. Here in verse 24, Matthew chapter 13. And Jesus Christ was talking, he said, And the, another parable put it forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, you see that? While men slept, his enemy came and sowed tears among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tears also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, did not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hast it tears? He said unto them, An enemy has done this. The servant said unto him, Will thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, No. Lest while you gather up the tears, you root up also the wheat with them. Let both 
grow together until the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tears and bind them in bundles to burn them. They gather the wheat into my barn. Now that was the parable. And now we see how the Lord Jesus Christ gave the meaning of the parable in verse 37. Because the disciples came to us and said, Declare unto us the parable of the tears of the field. They realized that this is telling us some mysteries here. And verse 37 said, Jesus Christ answered and said unto them, He that sowed the good seed is the Son of Man, that's Christ Himself. Verse 38 said, The field is the world. Now you see what I'm saying? This world that we are in. That's the field of God. See, this field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. That's the children of God. But the tears are the children of the wicked one. Only by children of the wicked one. Children of Satan. So is Satan has children or not? Yes. The enemy that sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world. And the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tears are gathered and bound in the fire, so shall it be in the end of this world. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and then which do iniquity, and shall cast them into a furnace of fire, there shall be willing and gnashing of teeth. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father, who has here so let him hear. So that was the parable and that shed light to make us to see what this, this is all about. What is this world all about? This world is just a field for God. And when you have your field, you think about it. Say God created man in his own image so that we have the same intelligence like he has given to us. Like he has sample of what he has. So that we can imagine things and create things also now. And then it started with the first man. But the devil came in and threw in his bastard that will make more of the ungodly people come into the world. That are the seed of the serpent, the seed of their the tears. That means Satan's seed that will disobey God because Satan has disobeyed God and God has casted him out of heaven. See? And those seed also will be the spirits that will never obey. See, but God was creating spirits that will obey him, that will be like him in the image of man. That's why let us make man in our own image. And God said, he made man in his own image. But they will try to make some spirits in, or send some spirits among those that God has created. Send some spirits in the image of disobedience. And then he brought it to one, the first one was Cain. But God was not fooled. You have to remember, God was not uh, sleeping was part of the plan. God has everything under control because he said the sea, the, the Lamb of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, uh, was slain from the foundation of the world. That in the mind of God this is already done. In fact the new heaven and new earth is already done. The Bible said it is done. Go and look at it in the book of Revelation chapter 22. God said it is done. That is it's like a like a movie that you have you are playing to, to mankind, you already seen the movie over and over and over again, this is how it's going to be. So we are just going through that movie, and we think, wow, these things are this, and that, say, yes, it's, it's done. this is how it's going to end. It's like a movie, we are walking through a movie. And so that's why you have to trust God. If you are a believer, keep, give your life to the hand of God and just trust Him. No matter what's coming your way, that's why God said all things will work together for good to them that love the Lord. 
and to them that are the called according to his purpose so he's calling us unto himself and once you are one of those that are called just trust him trust him with your life and follow him and don't don't let the devil fool you don't let, don't, don't, don't be deceived by the devil that is very important very important that we do not get ourselves deceived by the devil the lord ask us in his plan and that plan will never fail so that's what i want to share with you before we go further and further into the into the into the stories into the fact that god actually has abolished it but when that death was introduced one kind god has planned that when the messiah will come and turn things around that is the seed of the woman that will come and bruise the head of satan and that's what christ came to do on the cross it destroyed him that has the power of death that is the devil and let's look at that through his own death he came to fulfill that the bible said for this purpose the son of god was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil that is the plan of god he has said it in the book of genesis chapter one chapter three that the seed of the woman will come and bruise the head of satan look at it in hebrew chapter two verse nine chapter 2 verse 9 here is what the plan of god was when he was when he was talking about the messiah came say that we see jesus who was made a little lord than the angels for the suffering of death crown with glory and honor that he by the grace of god should taste death for every man that's why he came to tasted death for every man verse 14 said for as much then as the children as human beings are partakers of flesh and blood he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death through jesus christ's own death he might destroy him that has the power of death that is the devil and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage i will continue this in the next broadcast i want you to keep listening because this is very important that the lord i will continue this in the next broadcast god bless you Praise the Lord. Well, we will continue this message in the next broadcast. The Bible said, Precept shall be upon precept, line upon line. A little there, a little there. And I pray that you will not miss the next broadcast so that you can build upon that which you have just learned today. The Bible said, Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In, in other words, we can say faith coming by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. It's not just a one-time shot. You must keep hearing the word so that your faith can be built up. We shall continue this message in the next broadcast. Don't miss the next broadcast. God bless you.